Churches Plot Scripture, the radio program of Engage Magazine. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman, and Dr. Robert Youngblood is with us today. We're going to talk about, we're going to continue our um, series that we started last week mm-hmm. on um, five things that churches rarely talk about. Yeah, in a public setting, mm-hmm. because it, as we mentioned, it can be uncomfortable, some of these topics. Also, uh, not only uncomfortable, some of them can be very uh, tense and the difference of opinions on, mm-hmm. on certain things like here I like we're going to talk about so um, we're really excited though because um, as we jump into this next issue we I, like we mentioned before we're going to have people come in that have either have a little bit uh, more personal experience yeah. on it or be, or an actual expert on it mm-hmm. and so um, we just hope that we just hope that through this series of the five things that are less likely talked about in a public setting we just hope that there will be discussion among you and that you that it will edify you encourage you and show you that the that the bible does have some answers Mm -hmm. and and the answer to some of these issues that we're going to talk about yeah that's definitely the goal and um doctor i'm sorry you told me to call you robert please Please. yeah there we go uh so tell them a little bit tell them a little bit about yourself doctor Well, uh, I am a doctor of chiropractic, mm-hmm. but uh, in my personal story, I've tried to commit suicide twice, mm. and um, and I, I said that wrong. I well, okay, we'll get into more of that later. But sure, sure. suicide's been on my heart twice, where I had a loaded gun and was ready mm. to go. It's a horrible thing. I don't wish anything. I've lost friends to suicide, yeah. um, and I've counseled people who've lost relatives, and I've counseled people to not. Mm-hmm. So um, my story is, is I'm a human being like anybody right, else. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's true. And I mean, that, that's uh, honestly, um, we thought it would be really valuable to have somebody because I personally have not had any experience um, or have been close to someone who has um, gone through that. And I'm, I'm Wait, not well, sure now I, you, I, I have, I have not myself, mm-hmm. but, and I don't know anybody closely, but I've been on the phone with someone that's actually right, yeah. called or somehow or another, I've gotten in contact with someone that yeah. was, uh, had those, uh, those thoughts and was right there. And, uh, from AFA gets those calls mm-hmm. probably, you know, a couple of times a year mm-hmm. and, uh, brother Bert, who many of y'all listen to on Exploring the Word, he'll take that phone call and be able to help. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm vaguely, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with it to some degree, but Dr. Youngblood is going to help us today right. as we discuss a topic of suicide as we introduced. And Dr. Youngblood also, uh, or Robert, also helps out on staff here with AF4. Are you considered full-time, part-time? I'm considered full-time. full-time. Um, my official title is Assistant Digital Media Editor. There you oh, wow. go. <laughs> with the stand. And you have to say that twice real fast. Oh, please okay, don't. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. no, but what he does is he, uh, mm-hmm. and we're very grateful for Robert's um contribution and, and commitment to the work of AFA as he edits um, half or more of the articles that go up on the stand that, you'll, that you can find on afa.net. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I'm sure once you start editing here, you probably edit other things as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I get the pleasure of working with all sorts of uh, written media. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And he does an excellent job. And you mm-hmm. can find his uh, his work. He's written a lot of articles mm-hmm. that you can find at afa.net. We'll include his um 
so uh, his work because I'm sure you can click on his name and then you yeah, can yeah, find different. Definitely. I'll provide a link that'll yeah, make it yeah. easy. There we'll, we go. We'll link to that in the in great the writer, notes. great editor, and we're mm-hmm. thankful for him. And he is going to help us today as we talk about right. the topic of suicide. So you want to get us started with the topic? Yeah. So like in the previous show, we talked about anxiety and depression, and um, how often those things, anxiety and depression, and suicide go hand in hand. Uh, too often, honestly. Um, and what we talked about in the previous episode was how to deal with it, whether we're going through it ourselves or someone else we know is going through it, how to deal with it in a biblical way that honors God, but Mm. also really does help the individual. That's our goal. The sympathetic and sympathetic, mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Right, yeah. So uh, what we're going to talk about in this this first segment is maybe um, what are the the, 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 the thought processes, the, the, the past that leads someone to thinking that suicide is the answer and um, some of the, um, the outside forces that kind of prompt someone to go towards that. Um, I know we've talked about here at AFA, we've talked about the uh, Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why, a yep. lot, and which, which was a weird, it had a weird effect on society, but mostly negative to the point where it was inspiring people to take that step mm-hmm. and to end their lives. Yeah. And um, at the very least, we can say it opened up a discussion yeah. that we can take an advantage of Absolutely. and bring the gospel to. Um, so so the Bible's mm-hmm. pretty clear about guarding our hearts. Mm-hmm. And our hearts, uh, I had a organic chemistry professor years ago, he said, you know, watch your kidneys, because in the Old Testament, the kidneys were kind of referred to the brain and our <laughs> processing of all the information uh-huh. yeah. to filter things. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at suicide, the human nature tend to with, tends to, with most problems, looks for one cause. Mm-hmm. Suicide is a complex issue. Um, I've heard people talk about stress, anxiety. We were talking about that. Um, what happens is you can have stress and anxiety. Imagine if you would, say, a 55-gallon drum that's right. open at the top and it's filled with water. Well, you add these things and then suddenly... Uh, one little thing happens, like someone cuts off and cuts you off in front of the road. Now you got road rage. It mm. wasn't that one incident. It was all those things yeah. that accumulated mm. okay. or yeah. came together. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there is a certain thing, speaking of 13 reasons why, something mm-hmm. called copycat suicide, mm-hmm. where if all these reasons are there, then this actual event where something is emulated and they're given lots of of attention and things like that as the show uh, indicates, mm-hmm. then the person f- is more likely to be influenced by that. Mm-hmm. And so suicide really is a public health issue. And uh, one of the things that I thought was really interesting at one time, uh, Stephen King mm-hmm. pulled a book called Rage. And the book, he was uh, concerned about how the book influenced and dealt with school shootings. Yeah. And using the same logic, because Reed Hastings said at one time, <laughs> I hope I have this nearby. But I believe he said, you know, they don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, by the same token, you know, using that same logic, if Stephen King's issue was shootings, mm-hmm. they didn't have to use a gun. But Stephen King's had enough wherewithal to know, okay, I hold some responsibility in this. Mm-hmm. And um, even Netflix in itself with the recent, what was that, Blind box or Uh, bird box bird box thank you uh they realized that they even put a warning please don't attempt these things blindfolded so on one hand they're saying oh we don't influence people but on the other they're saying oh we do influence people and we hold some responsibility (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, (laughs) exactly and so um so what you what you for those that are listening Mm -hmm. either either you or you know somebody 
that uh, this process, what you're saying is that this accumulates over time. Somebody just doesn't just wake up and go, I want to take my own life. Is that what you're saying? Well, in your experience, in in from what the, I've read mm-hmm. and what my experience is, there's issues um, sure. that occur, mm-hmm. and there comes a point where sometimes people make the decision. Mm-hmm. That is when they begin to plan, mm-hmm. and they have, and hopefully they reach out. Here's here's the key thing that listeners should take away, particularly if you're considering something mm-hmm. like this. If you are considering harming yourself, it's okay to seek help. Yeah. It is okay to seek help. There's a national suicide hotline, which um, mm. I'm going to go ahead and give if that's sure. all right. Yeah. It's 1-800-273-TALK, or that's, I hate the uh, word sometimes. <laughs> it's 273-8255, mm-hmm. 1-800-273-8255. Mm. I, like I like the letters. I've always tried to figure out now which one is. <laughs> but it is easier to remember, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so seeking help, there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's a sign of uh, self-preservation. Amen. Um, one of the things I've noticed is when I've talked to people who've lost friends or relatives, like I was talking to a, uh, an acquaintance more than a friend out of Texas via online Facebook, right. And uh, he couldn't figure out why his cousin had committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, look, when I was in that mindset, you could have told me that the wall was green. And objectively, it would have been green. Sure. But the way my brain was working, because I had all these other things that were going on, I couldn't necessarily acknowledge that the wall was green. Mm-hmm. So in Philippians 4, it talks about a lot of things, whatever is true, whatever is good, on these things think. Okay, on one, there's two two levels to that, in my opinion. One is the reality of whatever is good, look for those things. Research clearly shows that even writing three things you're grateful for every day in a journal Mm, will will give you a better outlook on life. Mm. See, what happens is when people get to this stage, they believe that there is nothing that can change that there's no hope mm-hmm. okay well in philippians 4 it talks about these things to focus on and like i said the research proves that it helps the um helps improve our ability to see wider than the little tight focus we've gotten right. onto yeah. where we're looking at the world perhaps skewed mm-hmm. and then the second level is is when you look at each of those things and, and you are welcome to disagree with me, but <laughs> the second level, if you look at each of those things, each of those things really is pointing someone directly towards Jesus. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what is true? What right. is good? Exactly. Hmm. And it says right here, Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, mm-hmm. if, any, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these such things. And so... Uh, Yes, if you know if this is an issue that you're dealing with, or our friend, or coworker is dealing with, or a family member, yes, encourage them. Mm-hmm. You know, remind them of the way that God created them in His image, and that they have a purpose and a unique task that God wants them to carry out. Do those things, but also don't hesitate to reach out to a pastor mm-hmm. or to someone uh, for counseling, yeah. because. Um, that's a sign of humility and recognizing. I mean, in order, just think about the salvation experience. For you know, we've all experienced salvation. I mean, at some point there had to have been some humility there that said that we mm-hmm. don't have the answer, and that, and that Jesus and His yeah. sacrifice on the cross does. In the same way, we need to recognize. You know, if this is an issue, you have uh, what difference does it make if someone has an opinion 
uh, about you mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, yeah. if you if this is a thought process that you have, then you need to make sure that you uh, bring that before the Lord and also to a pastor or a counselor because um, this is not the uh, this is not the design that God has for you. And we're going to get into the second segment yeah. about you know how Satan is involved in this process for sure because he wants you to take your own life. He wants you to commit murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good reminder too, and we'll talk about this in the next segment, but it's a good reminder to take stock of whether you're going through it or someone else is going through it. Take stock of what influence you're being in someone else's life. Are you mm-hmm. a conduit of those things that are good and true and noble and right and pure or are you a conduit of things that are negative and harmful and um, understand that those you're not you are leaving a mark on the people around you stay tuned for the next segment we're going to continue this discussion and uh, we'll hope to see you there